chapter 6, beginning at verse 6 to 6. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. By the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, I want to take from verse 68 this morning, and I want to minister on this thought. Nowhere else to turn.
the fire, amen, that is going to come and it's going to test and it's going to try that which you have built and that which you have proclaimed that is right and is true and that you are standing on something that is real. How many know that there is a storm that will always come up, amen, that you will have no say so over, amen, you will not have an input, amen, whether it comes to your house or not, but it's going to come, amen, the fiery trial, though you may not want it, and though you may not pray for it, it's coming, whether you pray for it or ask for it or not, amen, how many know that it's important, amen, in knowing that, that I got to make sure what I am building, I got to make sure what I'm standing on, I got to make sure that it is solid, I got to make sure that it's not movable. I got to make sure that it will weather the test of time. I got to make sure that it will weather every storm and that everything that hell falls my way, amen, that when it's all said and done, that I will be found planted and I'll be found rooted and I'll be found with my hands lifted and with my voice raised. How many know that Jesus is that rock this morning? How many know that without Jesus, amen, we have no other option, we have nowhere else to go. I got news for you this morning. My eyes are not on anybody else this morning. My eyes are on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want to lift up my eyes this morning unto the hills from which comes my help. How many know and how many believe your help comes from the Lord this morning? the maker of heaven and of earth. How many know that he's the healer of your body? How many know that he's the healer of your troubled mind? Anybody had a troubled mind before, amen, and that can stand up and declare, God healed my troubled mind, and that I stand here with a sound mind, amen, and I know what I'm doing, I know where I'm going, and I know why I'm here. And it's all because of Jesus. People are restless this morning. They're hopeless. I believe that there are people that are losing sleep. And that they're standing up in the middle of the night tossing and turning. That our world and things that they are faced with, that they have no joy. And that they have no peace. And that they can't even smile, amen? Because in their eyes, there's nothing to smile about. There's nothing to rejoice about. There's nothing to be happy about. I'm so glad, amen, that I found true joy. So glad that I found real peace. And I'm so glad that I found out what the Apostle Paul said in the Scriptures when he talked about the peace of God, amen? that passes all understanding. Can I tell you this morning, it's not about how I feel, it's not about the condition of my, our world, but it's all about a man named Jesus, amen, and what he has done in my life. I know that things aren't that bright, I know that there are problems, and I know, listen, there's going to always be problems, amen, but you know why I can keep a smile on my face? in the midst of problems. You know why I don't stay up at night and eat the bread of sorrow? It's because 
I got a God, amen. His eye is on me, amen. And his hand is on my life. And I don't know about anybody else, but I come to find out that he gives it for love. Slept, amen. He causes you to lay your head down at night. It helps you to know that I'm in the hand of a God that's got me covered. And that God is going to meet my need. And that God is the healer of my body. And that God's got me covered. He is my salvation, amen. Can I tell you, I'm going to rejoice in the Lord this morning. And again, I said rejoice. And I don't know about anybody else, but I've got a made up mind. I'm not looking nowhere else. I've got my eyes fixed on the author and the finisher of my faith this morning. And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. You can be seated this morning. Nowhere else is burned. I've burned all of my bridges. That don't lead to the old life. That past life, I burnt those ships a long time ago, amen? I ain't trying to go back, amen? Anybody interested in going back? Ain't nothing to go back to, amen? Can I tell you, when you found Jesus, you got everything you need, amen? Come on. I ain't, I ain't dwelling on the leaks and the onions of Egypt, amen? My God has given me better than that job, amen? And it's not going to destroy me. It's not going to tear my life apart. It's not going to destroy my mind. God has done a great thing. And so we pick up in the scripture where Jesus has just experienced people turning their backs on him and walking away from him, all because he was being honest with them, all because he was telling them the truth. They could not comprehend it. They could not understand because they were thinking with carnal minds. And because they were thinking carnally, they couldn't understand what he was saying. That they turned around and they no longer walked with him. Can I tell you, there's going to always be people that get offended at the truth. Amen? Can I tell you what? Jesus was not trying to offend them. Amen? He was not trying to rub them the wrong way. But he was simply telling them the truth that they needed to understand that was going to cause them to experience eternal life and cause their life to be better than what it was. People will always be offended at the truth, and they'll always get up, and they'll always take their ball, and they'll always run away, amen? But I got news for you, amen? You can run away all you want to, amen? Because if you don't want what God has for you, I'll take that blessing up. I'll take that portion because I've come to find out this, listen, that Jesus, amen, when he speaks to the words that he speaks to, they are spirit and they are life. They are not of this temporal and earthly realm, amen, but they, they are higher than what's down here. Can I tell you? I come with my hands lifted. I come with my voice raised. I come to let the Lord know whatever you want to speak in my life, whatever you want to tell me, Lord, go ahead and tell me. I will not get offended at your words. I will not allow my lips to drag the ground and walk up and never be found or never be heard from again. Anybody want the truth this morning? Anybody want the truth? 
can know them. Well, I tell you, who won't know them is the carnal mind. It's the carnal mind that is looking at things through carnal eyes. Because the Bible tells us to understand this book, it has to be spiritually discerned. And that without the Spirit leading and guiding us, listen, we've got to have the Holy Ghost, amen? If I don't have the Holy Ghost, how many know the Holy Ghost will lead you and guide you in all truth? And so the Holy Ghost is not going to steal you wrong on anything. You will not get the wrong idea from God's Word. But when you are led by the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost helps you to understand exactly what the Scripture is saying. Amen. You know what name you need to be baptized in. Amen. When you're walking and led by the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know what it means to repent. Amen. You know what it means to live. Amen. A holy and a godly life suffering from this world when you're led by the Spirit. But when there's a carnal mind, a carnal mind say, that's not what that means. Oh, that ain't necessary. Baptism is only just a sovereign pride. Don't you know that baptism is essential? Don't you know that Jesus said, he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. That means that baptism plays a part in my salvation. Come on. I don't want to have a carnal mind this morning. I want to ask God to deliver me from a carnal mind so that I can see the truth of your word. From that day, they went back and walked no more with them. They went back to what they were doing. They went back to the life they were living before they found Jesus. They no longer followed them. And so experiencing this, you'll find out that when people forsake you, and here's, here's, here's what we got to understand. Jesus, amen, though he was God in the flesh, amen, the Bible says we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with our infirmities. Amen? He knows what we feel. He knows what we go through. He understands what it feels like when people walk with you and say that I'll always be with you. And they turn around and they're no longer to be found. Amen? He knows, amen, how that feels. And because of that, how the questions, amen, that it causes you to begin to think, amen, that everybody that come, you come across, amen, is going to walk away from you and they're going to let you down. And you'll find out that when you are forsaken by people, you begin to be a little skeptical, amen. You don't want to trust anybody. You don't want to believe in anybody, amen, because you'll find, you think that everybody, amen, is just out to get what they want from you, and then they're going to walk away from you. I believe that that's what caused him to turn and look at the twelve, amen, and ask them the question, will you leave me also, amen? Can I tell you, we got to get the revelation that the twelve had, amen? we got to get the revelation that Peter had, amen? And that revelation is, where else would we go, amen? Who else can we turn to? You got the words of eternal life. Can I tell you, this is not the time to go back to the world. This is not the time to give up on the house of the Lord. This is not the time to give up on prayer. This is not the time to give up on the
down to time. We have nowhere to go. And Peter said, to whom would we go to? Who? Who else can do what you do? Who else can give me the peace that I have in my life? Who else can give me the joy? Who else, amen, can show me love unconditional? Can I tell you something? Sometimes our love is conditional. Sometimes our love is based on what others do for us. If you do for me, then I'll do for you. If you love me, then I'll love you. But the truth is, can we love when people are, are not benefiting us? Can we love, amen, even when people speak against us, amen, and, and despise us? Can we still show love? Can I tell you, you can't count on everybody to be there, amen, when you need them. But I'm going to tell you about one that has never loved us and that has never forsaken us and that has never turned his back on us. And I've got a made-up mind that God I will be loyal to. That God I will be faithful to. That God I will lift up my hands and lift up my voice and let God know that I know God that it begins and that it ends with you. There is nobody else I can count on. There is nobody else there's nobody else that I can call on. How many know that if you call on Jesus, he's right there, amen? How many know that when you begin to look up his name, he'll let you know that I'm by your side. And though everybody may walk out on you, and though everybody may leave you, I'll never words of eternal life. There is something about when Jesus speaks into your life. That when he gives you a word, that when there is a word that comes forth and you hear his voice, and you hear him reaching for you, pulling for you, trying to help you to understand what he is doing. There's something that helps you to understand that this is it. That I found everything that I've been looking for. That I found what I have been longing for. That nobody can do what this man can. And you'll find out that before people came to Jesus, that they had tried a lot of different things. They had gone a lot of different places. And that you'll find out that Jesus, amen, when he does the job, he does it right. Amen. And that there was a woman with an issue of blood, amen. you got to understand what, what this woman was facing, amen. Not just her condition, but socially, amen. She was cast off from everywhere. you talking about being in quarantine. you talking about being isolated, amen. She was isolated from society because of her condition, amen, because of her blood issue, amen. She had an issue, amen, but she refused, amen, to let that be the narrative. She refused to let that be the end of her life. She had tried everything else. She had tried physicians, and the physicians didn't make her situation no better. They 
works. Amen. How about that? That's what we need to know, amen. That going to anybody else ain't going to make us any better, amen. Looking to anybody else ain't going to make our situation better. It's going to only make it worse. Can I tell you, I can't go to the co-workers, amen. Can't go to the people in the neighborhood. Can't go to my family. They ain't going to make it better. They're only going to make my life worse. But let me tell you about a man, amen, that at the spoken of word of his word will turn your life around for the good and help you to understand that I am able to do what no one else can. She went to Jesus. And she said, if I could just make my way through the press. I like to believe that the press was not just the people, but it was their looks. It was how they felt about her being there, her mess of a condition that she was in. It wasn't a pretty sight. You'll find out that before we come to Jesus, there's some stuff we got to get past. There's some things we got to get through. The number one enemy, amen, is this flesh that wants to hold us back and tell us all kinds of things. Well, if you look at, lift up your hands, what are they going to think about you? If you lift up your voice and vocalize your feelings, amen, and give God the high praise, amen, what are the looks going to be that you get? Amen? You, you, you can't act like that. You can't do that. Uh, they're going to look at you. They're going to think you're crazy. They're going to have so many, kind of things, so many things to say about you. And you'll find out that we allow the devil that works through our flesh to talk us out of coming to God. And talk us out of surrendering to Jesus and giving him the glory and giving him the praise that he and he alone is worthy of. But somebody got to have a made up mind. This ain't between me and nobody else, amen. And so it don't matter what you say. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter what you think about me. You can stand there and think all you want, amen. All I know is that I got a need. All I know is that I got an issue and that I've heard about a man that can meet my need. I've heard about a man that can heal my issue. And so you know what? I'm not going to allow you. I'm not going to allow the thoughts that are in my mind to cause me not to lift up my hands and lift up my voice and give God the glory and the honor. Come on, you can't dance in the house of the Lord. Watch me. You can't leave for God in the house of the Lord. Oh, no. Oh, watch me. You can't run an aisle like that. Oh, you run me so watch me. I got a made up mind. There's nothing that's gonna stop me. There's nothing that's gonna hinder me. There's nothing that's gonna hold me back from getting a hold of the maker of heaven and of earth. Because the truth is, I have no other option. This got to work for me. Amen. This living for God's sake and serving God, it has to work. And listen, 
I know it's going to work. I know. There's some things you got to be sure about. Amen. You have to all of this time. I got to stop having doubts. Amen. About is this what I should be doing with my life? Is this how I should be living? Amen. Is this how I should be spending my time? Is this where I need to be? Amen. Should I be serving the Lord? Amen. While the world is passing me by, I got news for you. Ain't nothing going on in the world but chaos, heartache, pain, and confusion. You better believe God got you in the right place. You better believe God got you exactly where he wants you. And it's about time that I am sure about that. It's about time that I have a made-up mind. There's no more doubts about this. There's no more questions about this. I understand this is how I should be living. And I believe, amen, that God is real. I believe he has his hands on my life. I believe that I'm where he wants me. I believe I'm living exactly how God wants me to live. God wants me to serve him like this. It's not so much about what everybody else or what other people are telling me. More than anything, God is telling me, this is how I want you to live. This is how I want you to serve me. This is how I want you to worship me and give me praise. This is it. The Bible says that they said, we know. We know and that we are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. It's about time, amen, that I'm sure about this. It's about time that I'm sure about who God is. And that I know, amen, that it's not just a, 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 something that I've thought of. It's not a fairy tale. This is not something that we've made up, but this thing is real. The Holy Ghost is real. Amen? Amen. Let me say that again. The Holy Ghost is real. Can I tell you, we're standing here, and we're in in here, and we're in our right mind, and it's all because of the power of the Holy Ghost. There were some devils that had a hold of my life. Amen? But I'm going to tell you, when I came to Jesus, Jesus got rid of all of that. Amen? And he gave me a good thing, amen, when it filled me with the power of the Holy Ghost. And I said it before, let me say it again. I've come too far. God has been too good. God's done a great work in my life for me to turn around now and for me to go back to nothing, amen, because that's essentially what we will be doing. We will be leaving everything that God has given us, all of the blessings, all of the mercy, amen, to turn around and go back to nothing. I got a made-up mind. I ain't going back to nothing, amen. I got something, amen, and I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on to Jesus. I'm holding on to this walk with God that I have. Amen. It's nothing. Because it's not going to benefit me in the long run. See, there's a goal that I'm trying to reach. And the things down here are not going to help me to 
to achieve that goal. Anybody still want to go to heaven? Amen. Want heaven more than anything? But what I got to understand that I'm not going to achieve that goal with earthly goods. I'm not going to attain it by trying to hold on to what's down here. But I'm going to have to obtain and get a hold of something spiritual, something supernatural. And I'm going to have to have a made up mind that if I want to go to heaven, then I got to do what is necessary to get me there. I gotta have a made up mind that I I'm not going back, I'm not turning around, I'm not holding on to my stuff, because my stuff is not gonna do me any good. You know what the scripture tells us? Scripture tells us that riches will not profit in the day of judgment. There's a day of judgment that is coming. And you know what? The church doesn't take pleasure in sin, but it's gotta be sin. There's a day of judgment, amen, that is coming on a world that does not love God and that will not obey the gospel. Amen. There is wrath. There is the wrath of God. God's intense anger. Amen. That will come down upon a godless society. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, amen, about the church. Amen. It's not why we got to have a made-up mind that we're going to hold on to Jesus. Amen. Because God, amen, knows how to seal his people, amen, to ensure that none of that touches them. Can I tell you, amen, just like you did with Noah and his family and the ark, just like you did with the children of Israel in the land of Goshen, God is going to protect his church the same way, and you've got to have a made-up mind. I'm going to be foolish, amen, to leave a place of safety, a place of shelter, to go out there, amen, where there is no protection. Anybody hanging in with the church this morning? Anybody got a made-up mind? I'm staying put, amen. I'm holding on to Jesus, amen. Let them go back to whatever they want to go back to. I can't get me consumed with that. I can't be concerned with that. My eyes are on Jesus. My mind is on Jesus. We are sure about this. You won't commit. You have people that won't commit to God, won't commit to what God has established in the earth, not only to save us, but to keep us safe. When you have people that won't commit to that, it's because they don't really believe it like that. Not sure about it. Not sure about this Jesus thing. Not sure about living for God. Not sure about putting my life in his hands like that. And let God have complete control. You know what our problem is? We want to be in control. Listen, how about this? We want to be in control of a life that is not even ours. Don't even belong to us. This is not my life. It's not my life to do whatever I want to do with and make whatever decisions I want to make. My life belongs to God. 
I would know that this is God's breath that I'm in health and in health. This breath don't belong to me. This is God's clothes that I'm wearing. Amen? You hear that? These are God's shoes that I'm wearing. I don't belong. Nothing I have belongs to God. Amen? I'm a borrower. Amen? And God is simply limiting his stuff. Amen? And I want God to know that I'm thankful. I want to let God know that I work, that I think He is worthy of all of the glory and of all of the honor. And God, I'm not foolish this morning. I'm not deceived this morning. I know that all belongs to You. The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, and they that there are in. I know that He owns the cattle on the hill. It all belongs to Him this morning. I'm not certain of that. When I think that I'm in control, when I think that I have the ability and the power to make things work, to make things happen, that's why people are not, that's why people don't have peace this morning. That's why people are miserable this morning. Because in trying to control their own life and control their own destiny, they find it out that it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hollywood stars that have all of the money in the world but somehow are so miserable that it drives them, has everything that people could possibly imagine. All of the latest cars, name brand clothing, house on the hill, money that is just overflowing. And to have all of that, what still drives a person to take their life. And you find out that the stuff will never satisfy you. Accomplishments in this world will never satisfy you. But there is something, or I'll say there is someone that is trumps all of that. And that is greater than all of that to the point where you can just have a dollar to get by in your pocket. But you can still have joy down in your heart. And you can still have peace that overflows in your life. And that you may not, amen, be considered the top of the higher class in our world. That's all right with you, amen, because you've got breath in your body, you got food on the table, you got a roof over your head, you got transportation, and you understand, listen, God gave me all of this, amen. See, I know something that you don't know, money man. I know something that you don't know, superstar. It's all about God, amen. Jesus gave me everything that I have, amen, and there is peace in my heart. There is joy in my soul, and that I'm not living in fear. I'm not living in a panic state. I'm living, amen, with my hands lifted and with my voice raised. And I thank God for His goodness. I thank God for His mercy. I thank God for His love. When you are sure about this, when you know that God 
His hand is on us, amen, in the land of Goshen, amen. Come on, somebody, you can, you, you can, and what did God, what did God tell him? He said, I'm, I'm sending that devil angel through. Now listen, put the blood over your door and stay in your house, amen. Now if you walk out of your house, it's on you or what happens to you, amen. I don't know about anybody else. But I gotta lay it on mine. Let what's going on in the world, let it go on, amen. I'm staying in the house, friends. I don't want that touching me. I don't want that destroying me. I don't want to destroy my family. I'm hanging in there with Jesus, amen. There is nothing to go back to. Nothing. I'm staying in. I'm staying where the blood is covering my life. They went back. Jesus, because of this, he wanted to know. Y'all gonna leave me too? Y'all gonna walk away too? Y'all gonna get offended too? And not be able to take simple instruction? And not be able to take truth? You gonna be offended too or walk away? And Peter said, where would we go? Did you know that was a literal thing? Because to follow Jesus, they had to leave everything. They dropped everything. They left family. They left family businesses. They left it all. One got up from his business, amen. He was a tax collector, making buku money. Wasn't doing it the right way. <laughs> but he was making money. And Jesus walked by and said, come and follow me. And he dropped it and got up and followed Jesus. Which leads Peter later on, you're reading the scripture where Jesus is talking about the cost of being a disciple. And Peter said, Lord, we've lost that. We've left everything to come and to follow you. And Jesus gives them a word of assurance. He says, listen. There's not one that has loved father, mother, brother, sister, for my name's sake, for the gospel, that I will not bless in this life and in the life to come. He said the blessing is on the way. I'm going to take care of you in this life. How many know there's a place better than this life? Amen. And I'm going to bless you in the life to come. If you just hang in there, you just hold on to me. You just stick it out with me. And Peter, when he said, where else would we go? He was speaking from a place that we've left everybody. We've, we've, come, we've burned those bridges. We've left everybody. We've forsaken family. We've forsaken everybody to follow you. Who else are we going to go to? And you know what? I'm not just walking, we're not just staying with you because we ain't got nowhere to go. And we're, we're living in fear that we ain't get, got no house to live, we ain't gonna have no food. That ain't the only thing, that, that's not what's keeping us. What's keeping us is we know you got the words of eternal life. Every word that you speak, we know it's not carnal, we know it's not natural, we know it's word, it's a spiritual word. And it's gonna save us, it's gonna heal us, it's going to keep us. It's going to sustain us. Can I tell you, I'm not following him.
for what he is doing for me, amen, and for what he can give me, amen. I'm following him because I know, amen, he's my way to heaven, amen. He's my way to escape, amen, the wrath that is coming upon this world. And so i got to make up my mind. I'm holding on to Jesus. And I will not allow anything to deceive me and cause me to believe that maybe life could be better outside of the church. When you get that thought, you need to repent it in Jesus' name. Don't sit around letting that thought leave and, and beginning to contemplate, well, maybe I should be doing something else. Maybe I can do a little bit of this on the side. Rebuke that thought. They know where it's coming from. I need this. I need this word. I need Jesus. All of go back to what I was used to doing. And it was nothing good. Let's lift up our hands. Let's lift up our voices. Come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, as you're praying, let's remember Sister Samantha, Sister Cynthia, Sister Samantha's mom in prayer. Come on, let's lift them up this morning. Let's call their names out before the Lord this morning. Come on, plead the blood of the Lamb over their lives. Dear Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray right now, dear God, Lord, that you look down on Sister Samantha, Lord, look down upon her mom, Lord, look down upon Sister Cynthia, Lord, and pray right now that you cover this, Lord, this is the blood of Jesus. Oh, God, that blood that covers, Lord, that blood that heals, Lord, I pray to God that you will honor their commitment, that you will honor their faithfulness, dear God, that you will show yourself strong Oh, Lord, in the 